Well, hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to the final episode of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. Uh, final, maybe for the season, maybe forever, uh, just depends. It's getting, uh, you know, sometimes it wears down on you a little bit to get all this negative news all the time. But anyway, I want to do one last one for the season at least. We're on the upper level of the TZH compound this afternoon. And I have my fur kids, all the fur babies as uh, my cohorts. You know their names. Skippy, Snickers, and Gypsy. They're all here with me today. It's going to be a lot. This last episode is going to be an unusual episode. It's really not going to have a lot of news content. Uh, not because there's not enough to go around. But specifically, I got to ask a question of you out there. And if you can answer me, I have a Q&A set up on all these. But if you want to email me, I'll put out my email at the end and all that good stuff. But the question simply is, what's the point? What is the point? I mean, look, logically, liberals are going to stay liberals. The lefties are not going to persuade to the right. And now there are some cases where this is true, where they do wake up and come across the lines. We've talked about that before. But in the scheme of things, the, the, uh, the wokeness and the pure stupidity and what I consider, at least what I consider stupidity and sanity and just illogical thinking 100% is getting worse on the left. I mean, we knew it kind of started brewing with the whole uh, LBGTQ, the alphabet group, all that crap. Uh, the transgenders have kind of taken that mantra and really just ran with it. There's transgenders everywhere you look. And they all want to, not only do they go, look at me, look at me, but they, they, they tell you, you have to respect them. Bullshit, I do not. I don't have to respect you. I don't have to say your pronouns. I don't have to do anything that you want me to just because you want me to. Now, I can, I can not acknowledge you. I can stay out of your lane, so to speak. But don't, you know, don't push up on me and say you have to accept my pronouns. You have to accept me as a transgender. I do not. And you sh nobody should have to. But you look at the illogical, just radical thinking of the left. It's always Donald Trump. Everything in the politics is Donald Trump's fault. And anything that's uh, other than that, that the lefties see as wrong, is either racist or, or it's MAGA, or it's all the, all the above. You can't just have a different opinion that fits more in with your being the way you were raised or the morality you feel inside. You can't just do that because then there's something wrong with you. But if you're on the left and you're a free-loving, uh, non-binary cat that goes in a litter box, whatever you do, that's, that's just you expressing yourself. But if I express myself or any of us that think like me on the conservative side, if we express ourselves, we're racist right off the bat. We're transphobic. We're homophobic. We're 
you know, the whole gamut of stuff I have to spew every time I do a podcast. It gets text, it gets taxing on you mentally to know that you're beating your head against a wall or clapping with one hand, which is what you're doing when you're talking to the moronic, the the moronic wave of the left. It's outrageous. I mean, put it, I'm going to put it straight down the line from how, how I just feel. And this will be a shorter episode today. I, I'm guaranteeing you it's not going to be an hour and a half. I don't have the content because I, I started collecting it all this week. And I said, I can't. I can't do it anymore. I'm what, All this stupidity is just embedded in my brain. But I will have some things I do want to talk about. But here's the brass tacks and, and, and the way I feel about society in a whole, and I'll start with the with the politics of our of our country and our world. Okay, yet you have the Democrat side. These are the people that think they do nothing wrong. They want to force blame onto the other side at all cost. They think that they shouldn't have to they shouldn't have to uh, produce after they could talk all they want, but when it comes down to doing, they don't need to do that. See, like all the immigrants they want here in the country, they should all be let in. We have these sanctuary cities. And then when they show up, it's no, 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 no. We can't do this. Everybody else is going to have to chip in. No, you wanted this stuff. You asked for it and you get it. The, lib- the left side and the, and the Democrats are also the ones that want to make mountains out of molehills, but when their mountains are showing right in our face, they want to reduce that down to a speck of dirt, like it doesn't mean anything. They keep going back to J6th, but they ignore BLM and Antifa riots. They ignore every other massive conundrum they've thought up. And with all the J6 footage coming out, it's obvious that Pelosi and them all knew the scheme. They knew this was planned. I mean, Nancy herself's caught on tape saying that she couldn't believe why, what's the shaman. All the shaman did was sit there. The QAnon shaman spent two years in jail because he was standing around in a Capitol building. You know, they, these people were laughing it off. And then they come out on the other side. They come out two sides of their face and act like it's the worst day in American history, and they keep spouting that, comparing that to 9-11, which was atrocious, comparing it to Pearl Harbor, which was, you know, that's just Kamala Harris, and everybody thinks she's great, and she's done absolutely nothing. But the lefties are going to say she's great just because she's, you know, supposedly an African-American female in a vice presidency. Now, yeah, I don't believe any of that. I don't know what she is. But she's definitely not a good vice president. But see, that's just me becoming, I'm a racist if I say that. Or I'm against, I'm, a, I'm an anti-feminist, I'm a misogynist. So they always got the, they call the names first. And they get upset when I call them libtards. When I call them idiocracy. You know, when I call anything out on the, on the left, I get barraged with hate mail because... <laughs> I can't. I shouldn't be able to speak to people like that, I, you know. And we're MAGA, and we're we're this vicious crowd of people. And it doesn't matter what I do or say; they still they don't listen to reason. They won't debate you fairly. 
They, they, as soon as you come at them with facts, they run for the hills. And it gets very, you know, their tactics work in that scheme because it gets to the point where I'm like, my head is becoming bloodied, banging it against the wall, trying to explain to these people that what you're saying is complete hypocrisy. And I, I show different pe people's tweets from two years ago. They talk about things that, that you know, th that we knew were back then were wrong. But now today they're the same things and they're saying how, how right they are. You know what I'm getting at? I mean, their, their, ideal, their ideology changes and they think that's okay then. Because they went from somewhat to the you know, moderate to full libtard, full leftist, as far left as you can get. And they, they say that's okay because it's them. Now, if I go from a moderate to the farther right leaning, then I'm every foul word you can use. But what if I misgender one of them, which is easy to do because... Half of the men who try to transgender to women look like men 100%, a.k.a. Rachel Levine, Caitlyn Jenner, uh, these guys, that this Jeffrey Marsh, this creepy pedophilia-leading son of a bitch that's on YouTube that has beard and mustache with his makeup and still claims womanhood? No. No. And you can't, you can't explain that enough to the left they want everything for nothing. They want all the, the, the rich. They're always about taxing the rich and the distribution of wealth. The socialist is what they are. They want the socialist rewards without doing any of the work. They want the right, who they hate and vile and disgust so much, to do all their work for them. It's kind of like, and pay the bills. It's kind of like Palestine. Palestine hates America with a passion. Danced in the streets of 9-11. And I had this, this conversation last night with this libtarded guy on X named Ryan. I forget his last name. It's, he's he's supposed, supposed to be a, a higher up X guy. Ryan Shane, I think his name is. And I had this argument with him last night about all this stuff about exactly what I'm talking to you about. And it was it was almost to where I felt like I was going to have to go to the hospital for a panic attack, hot heart attack. This guy was just aggravating and so condescendingly leftist that you 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 can't you can't even talk logic with these people. It's and it's it's a frustration that you, I guess you really don't know until you get into talking to them about. It. Now I love digging for truth, and I love digging for things, and I admit I'm I'm always wanting more of a conservative outcome. That's why I'm a conservative, because I believe in certain things. The liberals and the Democrats believe simply that whatever they want should be the way it is. And they can make up every lie in the book to make their biggest mistakes look like victories. A.K.A., just look at old piss pants Robinette Biden Jr. Everything he's saying. And John pierre gets on there and says the same things every day. And John Kirby at the White House. 
how inflation, Bidenomics is working, inflation's down. Do you, do you see that on a day-to-day basis when you go to the grocery store? Is inflation really down? He's touting about the gas prices now. Uh, you're bragging about the gas prices coming down, Joe, but when they were $1.79 for Trump and you sent them up to 5 bucks an hour, you were saying the president didn't have anything to do with gas prices. Now you're claiming victory for gas prices. So which is it, you libtards? Can we, can, if you, if Trump couldn't claim victory, how the fuck is Biden claiming victory for something they don't have control over? That's your hypocrisy right there. Another big hypocrisy moment I had yesterday with, with this fucking moron libtard on X. The whole world was in a, in a, just in a, tizzy because all the people that showed up to Rosalind Carter's funeral yesterday you know Mike Obama with the broad linebacker looking outfit he had on and and Hillary and that Laura Bush degenerate looking fucking whack they all show up and everybody's saying on look if I was going to go to a funeral I'd wear something black because Melania was there, invited, mind you, to show her respects, which I didn't know you had to wear a black anything to show respect. I would think that showing up to the funeral in itself is respectful. I don't care if you wear a, a bright yellow banana-looking man suit to a funeral. If you're there to pay respects, you're paying respect. But I didn't know it was the status quo now because, you know, the fucking libtards can wear whatever they want out in public and think I can't shame them for that because they, even though they look ridiculous, we're not allowed to shame them in any way, shape, or form because then we're transphobic or whatever the fuck we are, That the list of bad things that I am when I say anything. We're not allowed to do that, but they're allowed to come to to a, a funeral and nitpick that somebody didn't wear fucking black when all the other distinguished first ladies, like the babysitter Biden and Hillary and all that, they wore black. Well, morons. It's not exactly uh, 78 degrees or whatever it was in, in, in Georgia yesterday. And Melania had a gray coat on. Once she took the coat off, guess what was under there? A black dress. But even then, even then when the libtards tried to spin it and it backfired, to me, it still doesn't matter. Because who wrote the fucking rule book that you have to wear black to a funeral? They have nothing better to do than to go to 45's wife now, because they pers- you know got 91 indictments on him. They can't clog that up anymore. So here they take a woman that has done nothing malicious in public at all to any of the exes, to anybody that I've ever seen. She's got charities. She stays, for the most part, quiet. You're going to pick out Melania Trump because she's better looking than the old hags we have as the first ladies and try to nitpick her on her apparel at a funeral for which she was invited she shows up to pay her respects and you're looking at her coat. That's how petty and pathetic 
the left and the liberals are. They will nitpick anything to just try to humiliate us, but if we do the back, if we do it back, when you do look like a complete fucking idiot with your pink and purple hair and and all this shit sitting in the fucking middle of the street protesting for your little fucking alphabet group or a Palestine, the, the country that hates our guts, but you don't care about that? You don't care that they hate our guts? You just want to have something to protest about? And it always happens to be around an election year? You can do all that. But if we, if we say anything, we're bad guys. But now you're going after somebody that was going to a funeral and we're not supposed to say a fucking word? And the problem... They're in with the Republicans and the conservative side. Is we, we just call them out on it, but that's the end of the story. It's like a boxer. When you have somebody on the ropes or you're getting some good jabs in on them, you know what we do on the right? We turn around and walk away and let them get their win back. We have no killer instinct at all. The only gun that gets killer instinct was Donald J. fucking Trump and the rest of these, like Fupa Christie, this guy's got nothing. He's a fucking rhino. Viv, Vivek, or whatever the hell his name is, he's a, he's a smooth, fast-talking business guy that's got no way, shape, or form is going to get enough people to trust him because he's too... Sh- he's like an Obama if Obama took a bunch of speed or meth. He just talks faster. And then and that's it. You can't have him. Nikki Haley is a, is, is a southern cunt. She's uh, maliciously went bankrupt on her own, and then she didn't have $7 billion. Yeah, Trump businesses went bankrupt, but Nikki Haley went bankrupt, bankrupt. But she sold out, and then she got this ambassador job. Now she wants to be the leader of the free world. Well, I say if it's going to be piss pants or Nikki Haley, that's the only time I would vote for Nikki Haley, but I, I, I probably just won't vote because, again, the, tar, the, the uh, title of the episode today, what's the point? Maybe I'm just losing my faith in um, uh, democracy and in the country in which I live in and, the, and what it was founded on by the founding fathers and all this stuff. Maybe I'm just losing my faith a little bit. But the Republicans are pussies. I'm going to say that straight out. Conservatives are cowardly. Like I said, you get them against the ropes. And you let them catch their wind. And they come back. And then we have to keep defending, defending. And and, and when we do finally throw that super fucking uppercut and has them against the ropes, we let them off the hook every time. They talk about an insurrection of J6, which we know is bullshit. It was a walkthrough. That would have been a peaceful protest, as you can see by the videotapes that were released, would have been a peaceful protest if it wasn't for the flash grenades that uh, somebody threw in the middle. Guess who threw those? I'm sure it wasn't Trump supporters. I'm sure it wasn't fucking MAGA that threw fucking you know, grenades in the middle, flash grenades. Was it the Capitol Police? Or was it Antifa? Or was it... The FBI, was it Ray Epps and them fuckers? Who knows? I'd love to know because I bet none of them are in prison for being at the Capitol building. 
And then <laughs> the worst part about the left, some of the parts, worst parts about the left resolve around that because they consider Mike Bird a hero, the one that shot Ashley Babbitt. And they say, well, Ashley Babbitt was a domestic terrorist and she didn't comply and she gets what she deserved. Well, I say Joseph Robinette, piss pants Biden Jr. is a traitor. He should get what he deserves. Hunter Biden is a fucking criminal. Should get what he deserves. But no, these, these get, they get special treatment because they're the left. See, the media controls the left. The right has no voice. And the ones we do have are weak and pathetic and let people off the we We let them off the hook every time. We've been spouting for how many years now about child trafficking. And all these movies have come out about child trafficking. And then the last one, Mel Gibson supposed to come out and they asked the question, do you support Mel Gibson coming out with these new uh, child trafficking movies? Uh, no, and at this point, fucking do it or, or sh- shut up, you know? Shit or get off the pot. Because you, you're all talk. I'm tired of talk. It's action, not words. And when we do a little bit of action like we did at J6, guess what the left did? They blew it up as the worst day in American history. And the media followed them. And here we are. We know we had no comeback for that. Release the tapes. That's our comeback. Release the tapes. And we waited two fucking years to do that. Because we're cowardly. The conservatives are fucking chicken shits. And I'm not in a position as a conservative to do anything. I didn't get elected to Senate or the House or wherever else to the mayorship or a damn uh, governor, or the anything else. And, and maybe I should have, uh, uh, earlier in my life, fucking set up to run for these things. But I guarantee, it's it's like the, the guys you got in there, Jim Jordan. I don't like Jim Jordan, but he opens his fucking mouth a lot. And at least tries. Rand Paul at least tries. And then we get this Mike Johnson in there. He's going to be, oh, he's going to be the great. You know, he's going to do great. He's going to do, he did release the, the J6 footage, giving credit there. But then he turns around and says there's not enough evidence to impeach that decrepit fucking idiot. And then, and then he flip-flops back and said, oh, yeah, yeah, there is. And, and he was one of those guys that said, well, we're not going to give a dime more to fucking sweatpant Jesus in the Ukraine. But yet, then he turns around and said, yeah, we're going to fund the Ukraine with the border because the, the, the left won't give in unless it has the border. The border money has to have the Ukraine money. Fuck the left. Fuck the left, dude. Don't have a goddamn bill then. How, how about we have border control, border patrol down there, do their fucking job, line them up in a row with sniper rifles, and shoot every motherfucker in the head that tries to come across this into this country illegally. Instead, we're stuck with 12 million of these fucks that are draining our society, but Bidenomics is working. And the left keeps believing their own lies. But the right doesn't do the knockout punch. You know what the knockout punch would be? Donald John fucking Trump is the only hope we have. But all you fucking supposed right-wing conservatives 
or saying, oh, no, we can't have Trump. He's just not morally correct. Get off the high horse. We're not morally superior to anybody on the right. Are you kidding? We're chicken shits. We think we're the best. We think we're the high. We're getting our ass kicked by a bunch of pink-haired fucking non-binary douchebags on a daily basis. And you're proud of that? I'm not proud of that. So much so, I want to be an independent, but what, what choices do I get at independent? Really? What choices? RFK Jr., the fucking reparations king? Fuck you. God damn this. The, the right is a fucking train wreck almost as bad as the pathetic fucking lying, cheating, scheming, all about me, money, something for nothing, fucktards on the left. We don't do anything. We talk shit. We talk shit and let the spin doctors do their damage on the left to make everything we argue look bad. When it's the truth, because the left don't want the truth, the fucking they're they're bragging today about Hunter Biden's not gonna, we he was gonna volunteer to testify, and we did get one conservative come out and said, no, he ain't fuck, we ain't doing that, and you would think at first hand that why are you telling him not to testify, blah blah blah, we want the deposition, man. And everybody say, oh, you know, look, they're scared of Hunter. No, we want this motherfucker to tell the truth. We want disclosure. Just like Trump, when, when he's getting all these bashed on him, they all back the fuck off. Supreme Court finally come out and said, no, nah, most of these things are bullshit. In Georgia and whatnot. Because they don't want us to have disclosure. So we can really show... The people, how they've been fucking tricked again by the lefts and the fucking libtards. But nobody listens to guys like me. And I know I'm, I know I'm fucking far right conservative. I know it. But I'm all about the fucking facts. I said it back when I started this whole thing three years ago, this whole podcast, that I don't want the captain of the ship to fucking sink it. I'm on the ship. I wanted piss pants to prove me wrong, man. I wanted the left to prove me wrong that Donald John Trump was not the guy and that they could bring this country back and they could unite us. They've done the opposite on everything, but they're spinning it like everything's, you know, the unemployment's at a 50-year low. Well, when people have to have two jobs to survive, you bet it's going to be at the all-time low. Plus, you're... You're counting that, the, the pre-fucking COVID shit, when everybody lost their jobs in COVID, and they got it back after COVID was miraculously dis, disbaned off the earth for a while, because it is coming back, you know that. <sighs> See that, and I get wound up like this, this is why I don't. You know, this is why I got to take a break, at least for the season. I mean, it is almost the holidays anyway. I was supposed to do this a week ago. I just didn't have it in me to do the last half. So I'm doing the final one. And and like I said, it, it's right versus left in this country. It's divided more than ever. 
you know, the, the whole damn thing with the, the jobs and, and spouting about that and spouting about a gas prices being down, claiming victory for something that you said Trump couldn't claim victory for. Hypo hypocrisy 101. Everything they do is hypocritical. You know, when Pelosi and all them back in, and I, I know I've said this shit all before, but it just, Pelosi and Maxine fucking James Brown looking ass Walters and all the rest of them that said, you know, there's going to be uprisings and there should be and there should be. And then J6, the little spat happens and it's the worst day in American history. And we've lived through three years later, two years later, two and a half, whatever, almost three. We're still hearing about this dumb shit. People are still in prison for this dumb shit. While the left's raping kids at fucking Luciferian. And, and don't tell me they're not. There's too many. There's too much on the table. Everybody knows it now. But guess what? The right and the conservatives all know what's going on. They don't fucking take care of it. They don't do shit. It's an embarrassment, man. Fuck. Uh, I'm, before I get a heart attack, I'm just going to go into some news, okay? And this, we're going to talk a little bit about the government here, you know, in our esteemed government. I'm going to start out with the Pentagon. Now, the fucking Pentagon, you know, is one of them anomalies. You, you think the Pentagon's this military base thing, it's strong as steel. I still remember 9-11 where there was a fucking big hole in the Pentagon from the, from the terrorist uh, attack. But no fucking plane footage whatsoever, no wreckage. It's like you guys dropped the ball. You've dropped the ball from the time of the fake moon landing through now. You keep dropping the ball because that obviously wasn't where a plane crashed. But that's just where the Pentagon, in my knowledge, 2001, I mean, 20, you just think 20, 22 years ago. Have they been corrupt before that? I don't know. But here's what, here's what we got about this. The Pentagon failed. It gets audited, just like in most businesses and, and government agencies. It just failed its sixth audit in a row. Half of its assets are now unaccounted for. Why aren't heads fucking rolling? They failed six audits in a row and half of their assets are... We don't know where they are, George. We don't fucking know. I shall call him George. You know, stupid shit. Our military budget's going to be, it's going to be insanity before long. It's got to be like a couple, gazillion or whatever the fuck it is. So my, my whole thing here is, is it's our money, right? I get so pissed off about the way my tax dollars are being spent. And and then here it is, our money. Why why aren't they why aren't they held accountable? Because the IRS will come to me for six hundred fucking dollars. You know, if I don't pay the eight dollars I owe the federal government, they're gonna come and seize my assets. You know, if I get audited by the IRS. But these fuckers have failed six in a row. Their shit's all gone, and wh where's that money at? Why don't they have? Accountability. I mean, you know the the Pentagon's always been a running joke that like if you buy a hammer from the for the U.S. government buys a hammer, it's a two dollar hammer, but some contractors will sell it to them for thirty five dollars and they fucking pay it because it's 
You know, it's government, defense contractors and all this shit. And that's supposed to be a joke? That's our fucking money, man. Why is not the Pentagon held accountable? You know what the Pentagon is doing instead of being accountable for their fucking audits and their money? They want more. Yeah. They want $114 million more to spend on diversity. Yeah, the magic words. Here we go with the, the, the trio of magic words, right? Diversity, equity, inclusion. Well, let's call it a four point. That's the big three. And accessibility, they say. Whatever the fuck that means. They want that in 2024. So yeah, the Pentagon just, you know, don't know where anything is, fucking failing all that's left and right. Millions of dollars, trillions of dollars missing. Every time they get audited, it's like two or three million, trillion, not million, not billion, trillion, just fucking disappears. But now they want a little bit more to be a little more diverse and, and inclusive. Fuck you, man. See, see, now why isn't everybody jumping up? Why is everybody getting as mad as I am about this shit? That's what I don't understand. Why is not everybody as fucking pissed about this crap as I am? Maybe I think about it, and, uh, and that's what I said. I got to take a step back because I think about this shit too much. And we're and now with the inclusion and diversity and all this bullshit, you know, it's, the lefties are all about that, you know, with the transgender and the, and, and the alphabets and all this stuff. And they wonder why we get pissed when we see something like this, which is Pete Booty Edge, you know, he's gay. Who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck. He likes fucking in the ass or taking it or whatever the hell he does, sucking cock. I don't give a shit what the mayor likes. But when his mentor, his mentee, I should say, Patrick Wojan, who was a former mayor in Maryland, just like Petey, gets 30 years in prison for the exploitation of 500-plus children, more than 500. What did we hear from the White House about that, that, that somebody's mentee, guy he kind of buddied up with all these times, gets that kind of a child trafficking, pornography, and gets that sentence. Wouldn't you think somebody from the White House might say something? Yeah. The only thing I heard from the White House about this whole thing? Fucking silence. Crickets. This fucking Wojan pled guilty to a hundred counts. Over a hundred. Possession, distribution, child sexual abuse material. So College Park, Maryland, you got to be proud that your fucking mayor up until last March when he had to resign to deal with his mental health. Yeah, you need you needed to do that, motherfucker, because you're sick. This guy's husband, this Dave Colsair, Colsair, whatever, his husband standing by him, though, of course you are, because you're sick, twisted motherfuckers on the left. Saying he's a good person. (laughs) 
No, he's a piece of shit. He's a fucking child rapist, probably. Sexual abuser of any kind. You're fucking not a good guy. I don't care what you think. He says he looks up to him. He's my husband. And he wants to say he loves him. Fuck you, you queer bait motherfucker. And yeah, I don't care. Call me a homophobic. That's disgusting. And this gets nothing. Booty Edge has known this guy for like eight fucking years. Called him his buddy. But nobody says anything about that because, you know, Booty Edge has probably got the same shit going on, but fuck, they're never going to say anything about that. Never going to say anything about it. See, that's just, as part of the left, <laughs> again, that is insane to me. That, that Nobody says a word about that. And then the left, of course, said nothing about you know, we got we got all these morons sitting in the streets. They don't say anything about that. They never say anything about any of that shit. They're just their right to peacefully protest. It's this right and this right. I mean, come on, the Macy's Day Parade. Did you see them fucking idiots out there with the fake blood on them? And, oh, ceasefire now, nonsense, and all this blah, blah, blah. Can you imagine being that awful and pathetic in your life that that's what you do? Is go out and sit in the road for and promote a country that laughs when we die over here, that you think you're being fucking morally correct. You're that stupid and fucking limp-wristed to fucking go do that. How much of a life can that be? These idiots that want to spray these this priceless art with fucking spray paint because they're mad about the climate. Give me a fuck. I mean, these protests, but see, there again, the right. We should be out there cracking fucking skulls and all we're doing is saying, oh, those, those lefties are, you know, they're out of control. Well, fucking stop them from being out of control. It's like when these morons are in the street and these guys, that old man especially, not too long ago in New Jersey, I think it was, no, it was in Minnesota, sorry, in Minnesota, decided he'd get tired of getting sprayed with fucking mace and, all that, and just fucking ran the car and went ahead and it hit a couple people. So what? You sh- there should be no law that should ever be able to come back to get you. If 20 people are in the, on the middle of the fucking road and you tell them to get out with a c- couple light ding ding honks like that and they stand there and look at you and start approaching your vehicle, it's a fucking mass chaos. I'm pushing the car's going in D and the fucking foot on the right's getting smashed. And I might spend the rest of my life in prison, which is bullshit. But I guarantee a few of them are are not going to feel the greatest next day. Hopefully they'll end up in a fucking urn at some little pussy-ass fucking libtarded fucking grave site. I don't care. Fuck this shit. I'm tired of being nice to these motherfuckers. That's kind of woke shit. You know, we got idiots like well, share and I don't know. They say the Taylor Swift thing was wrong, and Madonna's already she moved out of the country. But all these fucking idiots say they're going to move out of Trump. Bye, bitch. Bye, Felicia. And the latest one is this libtarded fuck that talk. You know, and it's funny about this guy is that he's saying about the middle class and working hard and 
and, and really just bearing down and working hard and all this stuff his whole career. That was a whole career. He was like a steel mine and talking about steel mills and shit and, and just more what the right would be about because the left's all give me something for nothing. They always have been. They always will be. But the, the Bruce Springsteen said, oh, I'm going to be on the next plane to Australia. I'm sorry, Australia. If there's anybody out here listening from Australia, I apologize in advance. You can have this fucking cuck. You can have him. I don't want this guy that hangs out with Obama and fucks kids and thinks he's morally better than me. Him and John Mellon can't probably fuck each other in the ass because they're, they're the both, you know, the, the Midwest boy, you know, talk about the Midwest life and shit. They don't have a clue. They don't have a fucking clue. If they did, they wouldn't be Democrats. I guarantee you that. All the elites vote Democrats because they don't want the fucking hassle of having to work for what they get. They get these actors. I work hard. No, you don't. You don't know what hard work is, you idiots. You don't know what hard work is. Now, you might have a random one or two that get to, they make it to the top in acting because they're that talented and they push, push, push. I guarantee 90% of those that make it are conservatives. The ones that make it as liberals are pieces of shit that either got inherited the jobs or they've sucked and fucked little kids on their way to the jobs. They got their adrenochrome shots on the way to their fucking place. And I'm not just saying, I mean, there's some on the right that are just as fucking bad. Selling your soul to Satan and all this bullshit. But like the, you know, the crime rate is all in these Democrat-ran shitholes. But now they're trying to spin out of that because they got this genius piece of fucking moronic shit in Chicago now. I thought Beetlejuice was bad. Beetlejuice was a complete idiot. But this Brandon Johnson, he takes the cake. First, he gets mad when people are referring to a, a, a mob, is what I'm going to call him, Brandon, you fucking idiot. A mob of young black men beating white people up randomly on the streets. Don't call them a mob. Just call them a group of people. Fuck you. Now... This piece of shit saying he, he's actually blaming the city's migrant crisis on the far right. He's trying to blame all the migrant crisis on the far right on January 6th, which they, uh, they, they just love that January 6th. It's like the new COVID. It's taken over for COVID and the climate change. It's the big day. He, he also said that part of the, the city's migrant crisis is on the fact that we didn't accept the Civil War outcome. Is this guy for real? I mean, is this guy for real? I mean, I get enough flack about my Confederate flag, which I will fly proudly, and I'm getting ready to get the tattoo of it on my arm so that it will never go away. And it's, I, don't get, I don't give a fuck about Civil War. I wasn't around, dude. I don't know what slavery is. I've never seen it, never never experienced it. I don't give a fuck. I don't mind black people walking the same area as me, using the same bathroom, breathing the same air. I'm not racist. I'm prejudiced because if it's a nigger doing it, I don't want a nigger around me. And there's a difference. There's black people, there's niggers. 
There's white peoples. There's fucking white trash crackers. It's just a, it's just a word, but we're not allowed to say it as white people. That's the, the ultimate taboo, but a fucking nigger can call me a nigger and it's okay. Fuck off with that. I'm just saying, I'm tired of being nice and I don't have, I have very few black people I've ever met in my life that I categorize into that word. But I see a bunch of them on the internet every fucking day. The ones that can't fight one-on-one. You know, the ones that are pants are down to their fucking knees because they think they're cool throwing up gang signs. But if you get them out by themselves without their homies, worthless pieces of shit. But they have to run in packs. And they, they, they got the whole, I'm not doing nothing but stealing and killing and raping. That's, that's just what it's, that's the definition of the word nigger. I'm sorry. You can be a white nigger for all I care. It's a, it's a, not a fucking color. It's skin color. It's a culture. It's like white. We're not, it's skin cultures. White is white. A skin, a skin color is black. Both the skin color, but you can either be trash or you can not, or you can be a good person. It's just a fucking word that everybody thinks is, oh, we can't say that. But you can call me anything in the world, from fat ass to, to, to lard ass to whatever, and then white boy and Wonder Bread and Cracker and what a Casper, whatever the fuck else you call us. Maybe one of those words would offend me, so I don't give a fuck about that shit anymore. I'm done. I'm done caring about that. All you got to do is watch X or... Uh, you uh, X or uh, TikTok for an hour, you'll see I'm justified, so I don't give a shit. And maybe I'll get, this might be the episode that gets me uh, in trouble. Might get, I might get flagged for this one banned. I don't, give, I don't give a fuck. I really don't. I speak in truths. So this guy, Eric Brandon Johnson, you're an old school OG nigger. And you're uh, a piece of shit. I can't believe for the love of God that you're a fucking mayor of a, of a city. Like, Chicago's a shithole, but even you shouldn't even get a job there. January 6th, really? Civil War outcome? Fuck off, dude. Come on. Jesus Christ. And with that, when I was talking about this, here comes a couple of examples. 14-year-old kid. A white kid, of course. With he had a knife for protection because he was getting bullied at this North Carolina high school. I mean, it comes down to parenting; it really does. But when you're 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 letting your kid know it's okay to bully somebody, number one, is fucked up. Number two, that you have to have more than one. If you can't fight them one on one, you're a pussy. You don't need to fight. If it's one on one or it's none on none. But no, these people, these parents, oh, you, you got to take care of business, dear Aaron. You got to take care of business when you go there, boy. I can hear North Carolina parents talking right now. So this kid, they haven't released names yet. He gets jumped by a mob. A mob, it says, Brandon. Are you going to get offended by that in Chicago? A mob down in North Carolina. Pulled out a knife and started stabbing multiple students. Because he was getting jumped by a mob. 
One got injured and one got killed. Justified. <clears throat> Here we go back to what the libtards are going to bring up. What again? Probably Kyle Rittenhouse, who also was justified. He wasn't a murderer. Like they, they, they call him a murderer and Mike, Michael Byrd a fucking hero. That's how fucking warped the thinking is on the left. Now, just because Kyle was a more right conservative thinking guy, if I had a gun and got hit with a fucking skateboard and chased down by two pedophiles, I didn't know they were pedophiles, but I don't care who they are. And then the third one wants to join in and try to hit me too. Pew, pew, pew. I'm fucking shooting too, man. And they said that their main argument on the left is, well, he shouldn't have had a gun and he shouldn't have been there. This fuck free country, right? Why were all you motherfuckers there? Why were all the, why were these pedophiles that got fucking shot and killed justifiably, why were they there? They were there to cause trouble. Kyle was there to help his friend protect his fucking business with a legally owned firearm. Fuck all the way off. And this one here in North Carolina wasn't a fair fight. It wasn't a fair fight. He was, this kid was fighting for his life because it was more than one-on-one. -on -one. Whatever happens, happens. You got stabbed. You're fucking dead. So you brought it on. I don't care if you're 14 or not. Your parents should have taught you a little bit better. If you can't fight one-on-one, -on -one, it should be none-on-none. -none. Yeah. Sorry. Not sorry. Then these mother, the libtards come out and some, you know, they're always against the mascots. Like the Washington Redskins, they wanted that change, so the commanders did. And it's funny because the Native Americans are actually trying to sue to get the name Redskins back because they weren't offended by it. It's kind of like when white people were out chanting Black Lives Matter and the Black Lives Matter people are voting for Trump, like the guy in Rhode Island. It's like the, like the idiots here that don't know what Palestine has going on for decades, but all of a sudden somebody says, you should say free Palestine, and they just go, on flow. That's the left motto. Go with the flow. Go with whatever's current. Go with whatever's relevant. Whatever you're told to. And the right, we say we're not going to do exactly what we're told to when it's not morally correct, but yet we don't do nothing to condemn or correct the way the left thinks. So it's both sides of the aisles fucked up. But here's a good one, because, you know, they changed the name to that, but the Braves are okay. Yeah, that's funny, because they, they make the Cleveland Indians change their name because it's offensive. They make the fucking Washington Redskins change their name because it's offensive. But we have the Atlanta Braves, and where we're going next, the Kansas City Chiefs. <clears throat> and there was a little kid who was wearing the headdress, like the old Washington Redskins guy used to. But this is in Kansas City. It's chief. Headdress. I don't see a problem with it. He was, he was labeled, though, as a racist because he was wearing blackface. This deadspin, this organization, news reporting, supposed news reporting, deadspin. Take this kid... Holden Armena, 
Said he was wearing blackface dressed in the headdress. Dude had half his face painted red, black. The other half was red because guess what? The Chiefs are black and red. It's the team. But they started attacking this kid's mom. This is a kid. 10 years old, maybe. His mom on her Facebook page. And telling her how disgraceful it was. But it was even better than that. They're, they're going against all this crap. But the Chiefs players on the sidelines saw this little kid in headdress and black and red face paint doing the tomahawk chomp, you know, which you're not allowed to do. Liberals, oh, that's so degrading towards it. And Jenny and Denny and, and, and whatever the hell people that were here. I can't never say that word. Natives. I'll just call them natives. So, so uh, distasteful to them. Well, the players saw him do it, and they started joining in with him. So they were so offended by his quote-unquote blackface that they copied the tomahawk chop that he was doing. What an embarrassment for libtards. I mean, that's got to be as far, that's almost as embarrassing as the whole Melania Trump not wearing black thing. I, I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, next, I'm going to get into immigration for a little bit. And I'm going to talk about, of course, uh, the somewhat encouraging uh, right-wing movements toward in the country. And I'm going to end with our favorite woo flu. Oh, yes. So I'm going to get a drink, and I'll be right back. So as far as immigration goes, our wonderful head moron of the Department of Homeland Security, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, says we need to have this straight face as he could say it. He's un just survived the impeachment thing somehow, some way. Another thing, right there is another way the right pissed their down their leg. They should have impeached this motherfucker, but we had eight idiots that said, no, we're not going to do that. And we had 12 more that didn't even bother to vote. But here, here he is still spewing his bullshit. His last, his latest thing is that we need to prevent, we need to create legal, lawful pathways for the 12 million people who are here in the United States who have been contributing so fundamentally to our country's well-being. Is this guy on crack? We got people in homeless shelters getting kicked out in, in not-so-nice places like Denver, Colorado, where it is fucking cold. We got American citizens, homeless, getting kicked out of shelters for these idiots, but they're contributing fundamentally to the country's well-being. Is this, this guy's a fucking moron. But the left stands up and applauds him. And what's the right do? We don't even impeach this piece of shit. Because we're cowardly. We're, we're fucking cowards. We're outnumbered. The ones that would do anything are outnumbered by the rhino cowards. More cowards. I say we're all cowards because somebody should be doing something, but we're just outnumbered by the libtardia. It's just the un, unforbidden truth, man. 
But this guy's just wanting to be us all kumbaya. They're our neighbors, our friends, our fellow con congregants. What a piece of dirtbag shit this Mayorkas keeps spewing. And people keep, we keep paying this motherfucker to do the damage. He still has a job as the head of Department of Homeland Security. Should have been impeached, would have been impeached if we had some ball sack in the Senate and the House. But no, we let this fucker slide and he spews that kind of rhetoric, horse shit and can't own up to any of this stuff, none of this is his fault. If you've ever seen him in a video, none of it's his fault. It's always somebody else. It's never him. Well, there's other countries that they're having problems with uh, immigrants too. But you know what? In Ireland? Fuck around over in Ireland and find out. They set hotels on fire that had the immigrants in them. Oh, yeah. They're not nice to those people. They don't want them there. They want them to fuck out. Other countries around the world following suit. But the United States is, come on in, come on in. Oh, yeah, you can come in, but we don't want you in our neighborhood. Go to the, go to the conservative neighborhood. Go to what used to be nice places like, you know, probably really nice places like San, San Francisco or places in Texas. Or just go to New York City. They, you know... They love everybody. They're a sanctuary city, but it's a, it's a, they don't even want to live there. They're like, I ain't living in a tent in Brooklyn. Fuck this. This isn't nice enough. Half of them are saying, I, I'll send my ass back to fucking Ecuador, Venezuela, wherever the fuck I'm from. That should tell you something that the shit ain't working right. You got moron, non-mob Brandon Johnson in Chicago building a tent city there for you think anybody wants to live in shit town or Chicago? If they're not wanting to live in Brooklyn? These people are getting, they're getting to pick and choose now. I don't want to be here, so, so give me a free flight to wherever the hell else I want to go. I can't get a free flight. Can you get a free flight if you're listening? Can you do that? I can't. But other countries aren't playing the game. As Some of them are, but some of them aren't. Ireland's definitely not. It's not the government that's not playing the game. It's the fucking citizens. Rise up. Rise the fuck up. But we can't because we, we tried that once. It was a half-assed little protest at the Capitol, and it's the worst day in American history, even though one person died and they were conservative. Fuck off with that. I'm so sick of J6, man. It's going to haunt my dreams for many years. But here's one in Germany. And Germany's almost as, as bad as the United States, apparently. This is some woke shit. I prepare you ahead of time. So a 15-year-old girl was gang raped in Hamburg, Germany. For two and a half hours, she was gang raped by several men, younger guys, 19, between the ages 19, 23. Most except for one, I think, were Muslim refugees. So it's not just Mexicans here and Guatemalans or any of the Middle East. It's also Muslims over in Germany. They had a trial over there. So I'm thinking, okay, several guys, there was nine of them, nine attackers. I'm thinking, okay, here's nine, 15 to life, 
maybe 15 years plus, at least 15 years. You know, according to everybody, 10 or 15 years, at least 15, I'd say in my mind, at least 15, which is generous that they could still breathe the same air we breathe. The trial was over there and finished. Out of the nine attackers, get this, only one of the nine got prison term. And it was two years and nine months. Not even three years for a two and a half hour gang rape of a 15-year-old girl. The other eight, they got one to two years of probation. Woke justice on steroids. And when this was posted, I replied to the feed and said, give me eight bullets, I'll finish sentence. I'll impose sentencing on the other eight myself. And I don't even know how to use a gun that well. I'll figure it out. Give me eight bullets and eight eight heads. I mean, that's the ninth. I guess he's, he's the lucky one out of the ninth because at least he's going to fucking prison. The other eight, man, they just get scot-free. That's the wokeness. And if you don't think there's anything wrong with that, then get the fuck out of here. Don't even listen to this. Don't even listen to the podcast because you're beyond help. You're beyond common sense. You're a basic fucking idiot. And it doesn't matter to me. Now, some of the other countries are finally waking up to what we should wake up to here in the United States. And what we had, and we need to have again. Go to Italy. Right, far-right conservative. Wins prime minister. Then you go to the Netherlands, who you, if you remember during COVID, their farmers were being attacked and they were told they weren't allowed to farm from the lefty COVID bullshit, you know, Try not to get them to grow meat for the carbon footprint. That's the new thing, too. I'll, I'll say that real quick. Now the UN's actually saying cut back on meat consumption because it affects climate hoax. Fuck off, man. It affects the carbon footprint. Who gives a shit? 1% of the, 1% of the carbon problem is the United States. We're going to eat some fucking meat, pal. Shut the fuck up over there in the UN. You don't have a clue. You don't have a clue. India's a cesspool. They don't eat meat. They don't, I mean, they don't eat cows. So fuck it. We're good. But anyway, back to the Netherlands. They've also elected, newly elected, a right-wing conservative prime minister. This guy in Argentina is like Trump on fucking cocaine, dude. This guy is a bundle of energy. He's probably, I mean, he's got as far right as you can get almost. And he wants all these, he, he's just a spaz. He's like a, like a, a wild, wild up fucking football coach on the sidelines. He is nuts about it, but he's like all the woke shit's done. He's telling this, he had a, a whiteboard with all the names of these woke 
you know, newly designed woke sub-departments of the government. He's taking them off the fucking whiteboard and tossing them. And just insanity that guy is. But guess what? He's on the right. People over there got sick of this bullshit too. So you got Italy, you got the Netherlands, you got Argentina. And the one I really like that's up and coming is this dude up in, I don't know his name, Pierre, I think is his name actually. Up in Canada, who is a, he's like a Ron DeSantis type, but he's even more, he's like a Ron DeSantis type, but leaning towards Trump. He's not quite Trumpish, but he's damn near. And he's way far right of, you know, cast Justin Castro Trudeau up there. So Canada, our neighbors to the north, might be joining the Unwoke Parade. They might be waking the fuck up, too, if he wins. I mean, he, he might not win, but I'm pulling for him up there. So, yeah, it's not just America that's got to wake. You know, we, we got to wake up because these other countries are waking up. We're not. We're saying, though, the, the Bidenomics is working. We're building back better. No, we're fucking not. And if we are, that's great. Like I said, prove me wrong. But don't make up shit. Have it, have it actually be true what you're telling me. Not some made-up fairy tale to make me feel better inside, warm and fuzzy. Because that's what they love. The Democrats love that warm and fuzzy. While they're pissing away money to the Ukraine and giving Palestinians fucking humanitarian aid and giving Israel all this shit to bomb the Palestinians that we have to go in and pay for their... After the fact, we got to pay humanitarian aid for... It's a money fucking scheme. It's like Ponzi scheme of the greatest magnitude. We're just pissing money away left and right. And I mean, Pentagon wants more too for the inclusion. After they've lost $3 trillion, give me a fucking break. Nobody's held accountable. So before I get into the last thing, I ask you the question once again, for me to rant and rave, and probably get myself in more trouble and deeper shit than I should by even saying any of this stuff on here. What's the point? Is there a point for a season five? Should I come back after the holidays? Or should I call this right today and, and, and smoke a big fat joint? If This is going to be legal here in a week. So smoke a big fat joint, like, like uh, Fred X said, Smoke a fatty and uh, drink a 40. Should I just go off in the distance and fucking do that? And, and, and say whatever happens to me, I don't give a fuck. Should I become a spineless leftist? Or just not care either way, like ostrich myself? Ostriching might be a fucking possibility. I, I doubt if it's going to work, but that might be a possibility. Or I can just do more of these more often after the next year. It's going to depend on my next couple weeks of life, I guess, a month, whatever. But before I leave you for the holiday season, it's past Thanksgiving, so it's Christmas and New Year, so Merry Christmas, Happy New Year in advance, but I want to talk about the woo flu because, you know, I always got to talk about the woo flu and they're like, well, you know, Mike, it was back in May, they called the woo flu was over. Well, you know, we're gearing up for an election cycle again, see? 
And this is how this works. It's like a it's like a predictable movie. It's like a soap opera. You know, if you've ever watched Young and the Restless, or I'm just going to use that because that's the one I used to watch being bored when I worked second or third shift. Vicky and or Nikki and Victor are the matriarchs of the Young and Restless. I well, I used to have to watch this soap opera when I was like five, six years old. And my grandma was watching me. I was off school or something. It was always Bob Barker and then, you know, the price is right. And then the Young and Restless. After the news, it was Young and Restless. And I, when I was five or six years old, Nick, Nikki and Victor were getting married. They had just gotten married. And, and all these years later, that they've been split up, divorced, with married to other people probably 150 times. It's like so predictable that I could take 10 years off from watching it and I turn it back on. Either it's going to be Nikki and Victor scheming against each other as the main plot or they're getting back together scheming against somebody else. It's just that predictable. Every election cycle, we got some kind of bullshit. We got two wars now, which, you know, when you bring that, oh, you know, Trump had wars. No, he had, he had fucking Afghanistan that had been going on for 20 years. No new wars, but they, they, they fail to see. They still don't believe it. After you show them proof, they still say bullshit. Trump had wars. No, he didn't. It's like talking to a liberals like I saw a, 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 a a meme one time, and I know I'm going off on a little bit, but I'll I'll get wrap it up here. A meme uh, it was on Family Guy, where there was a horse sitting there representing a libtard, I would think, or probably in Seth MacFarlane's case, it was probably the other way around. But somebody made a meme out of it anyway, where it says trying to talk to a liberal, and this guy's sitting there, and the horse says, "Well, you know, well Kevin Bacon was never in Footloose." And the guy said, of course he was. He was a star. No. That's what the donkey said. No. He keeps saying, of course he was. He's a star. No. And he goes off and goes, no, 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 no. Hee-haw, hee-haw. That's what, that's what it's like talking to a liberal. That's a, a direct, wonderful <laughs> representation of what it's like talking to one of these libtards. And, and as we get into this cycle here, the election cycle, it's only going to get worse because we couldn't tell them that COVID was a bullshit. It wasn't bullshit, but it wasn't the bubonic plague. It's what we said. No, it's the it's the end all. You got to get your boosters. You got to get this and that. No, I'm not doing that. All the way up to telling me I at one point I had the possibility of losing my job and being in, put in camp for not taking one of these fucked up boosters and vaccines that I just still did not take. Fuck you. And I still will not take. Fuck you again. But here comes Wu Flu back around again. It's a repeating piece of shit. Coming back to harvest. Got two wars, but that ain't enough, so we need a Wu Flu. They're going to need them mail-in ballots again. You know, they're going to need them. So now China, our good buddies in China, you know, where the... Wuhan Wild Wings came from the first time. They're saying now in China that they have this mystery pneumonia. Okay? It's sweeping through Europe now. 
It's already let out the bag. Fauci fucking lab probably already just spilled it out just like the last time. And Dr. Death's laughing all the way to the bank. He's probably helping still over there with this. So now the Netherlands is seeing an alarming uptick, if you want to say it, in, a, in very familiar-looking illnesses. Theirs is among children over there. So that's fucking bullshit. I mean, you, kids are susceptible, yes. And this pneumonia, if it's just pneumonia, okay. But wait a second. Now, this is me. Wait a, wait a minute. Hold on a fucking minute here. So you're telling me this. This is all that's, the news is puffing up. You're telling me that they're literally going to try the exact same thing as 2020? And I was off on the, on the country of origin. I thought they would leave poor China alone. But about a year and a half ago, or maybe, maybe a year ago, some fat fucking city billy piece of shit right-wing conservative said if you hear of a virus like a pneumonia coming that affects the kids, it's just a, a you know, a, what do you call that uh, shit, the, uh, in your chest, that. <laughs> the pneumonia, you know, it's respiratory. Yes, thank you very much, dumb shit. A respiratory illness that affects children. I, 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 the only thing I said was it's going to come from Brazil because that's the tabletop they did in 2022. And John Hopkins was a respiratory illness from Brazil that would affect mainly children. So here we have, a, all of a sudden now, a year later, a mystery pneumonia sweeping through Europe and the Netherlands. Harshly among kids, respiratory distress. They are literally going to try and do the exact same fucking thing as 2020. COVID 2.0. To have the same results, mail-in ballot, lockdowns, mask mandates, all this bullshit. They're going to try it again because it worked long enough the last time. So here we go. It's like in football. If I'm a coach and the team I'm running that I'm playing against, I'm a defensive coach. The team keeps running the ball up the middle every play. I'm finally going to smack the fuck out. I'm going to put everybody, I'm going to put eight people in the box. Say they're going to run the ball up the middle. Fucking stop this shit. They run that ball, that ain't going to fucking work. And it's not going to fucking work. We, they keep trying it. We keep fucking blocking that shit. Shutting that, that down right now. They they might have got a few, they got a few bursts for a few yards here and there, right? They might break one for four or five yards. Hell, in our case, they broke one for about thirty. They're they're down to the goal line, and, and they think they're going to win. We finally stopped them there. It's a no. Three years is enough. Well, they're going to run it back again. They want to go to, to the same format. They're going to run the ball up the middle. Guess what? You're not going to get those few yards this time. You fucking morons are not getting this shit. It's going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage or in the back. All, no more. We see you fuckers coming this time. It's not a surprise. 
It's on loop. It's the same shit. You lost your creativity, which is normal for the libtards. Watch a movie. Little Mermaid's got a black aerial now. You couldn't just write a new movie about a mermaid? No. We just have to make it a fucking woke, inclusive, exclusive. It's pathetic. Yeah, so look for the fucking woo flu. Returning. And, and here's the last bit of information I got. And it's just funny because I was talking about the woo flu. So now, you know, when the Army was saying, if you don't get the vaccine, back in the 2020 now, our Army, who's really occupied now with two wars, is encouraging now the members that were kicked out. So when, when you got kicked out of the Army because you didn't want to get a vaccine, for whatever reason it may be, personal choice, religion, whatever the hell it was, you didn't want it. They kicked you the fuck out of your job, basically. Out of the military. Said you can't you can't be in the military without getting the whack, you know, without getting a jab. So now the US Army <laughs> is encouraging service members they kicked out to return. Now I guess there's no more time for you know being all woke with World War III knocking on the fucking door because piss pants has no idea what he's doing. He's leading us down the road to destruction. This is actual a quote here. I'm going to read you this letter before I leave. This is a letter somebody got from in the mail. Dear former service member, we write to notify you of new Army guidance regarding the correction of military records for former members of the Army following rescission of the COVID-19 vaccination requirement. As a result of the rescission of all current COVID-19 vaccination requirements, former soldiers who were involuntarily separated for refusal to take the jabby jab, well, it says COVID-19, I added that, may request a correction of their military records from either or both the Army Discharge Review Board or the Army Board for Corrections of Military Records. Individuals who desire to apply to return to the service should contact their local U.S. Army, Army Reserve, or Army National Guard recruiter for more information. Huh, what a clown show. At least, I will say from this one, I will say from this one, at least they're getting their records corrected. Which, you know, when you're dishonorably discharged or discharged from the Army, could be a fucking mess. So I give them props. I got to give props where props are due. I give them that. But if I was the guy that got kicked out for that and I'm an ex-Army guy, I would say, fuck you. You had your chance. You blew it. Land of the free my ass. That's how I would look at it. You, you going to reimburse me all the shit I should have had? You know they're not. So that's what it is. Anyway, uh, it's been a fun year. Uh, it's been a fun year. Almost 2,000, I think. 2,000 minutes or hours or whatever. I, I think it's minutes. I, I don't remember. I had, I had a thing from my uh, Spotify. It showed me how many hours I talked. and I had some uh, very good fans this year. A lot of good fans. 57% increase in listeners. I appreciate and love every each and every one of you for doing that. I got to thank... Uh, 
for the end of season four, a very highly respected and valued co-silent partner, information gatherer, what do you want to call him, Fred Excelsior, for helping me. Uh, I speak for him, I think, a lot. Maybe I don't speak for him in everything. I won't say I speak for him, but I'm sure he agrees with a lot of what I say. I, I mean, I think he does. So I, I thank him for all the information gathering and just the sometimes the lighthearted funny shit he sends me because days like today, I could use a, I could use a laugh. And I will get one as soon as it's over. I got to thank my, my, my buddy Triple left down in Florida and his lovely wife, Patty. Uh, Arkansas, down in Texas when she gets to listen. Uh, been a good year for Arkansas down there. I'm, I'm very proud of her. Uh, great, you know, good person. Good conversations when we had them. And uh, she's got uh, her life's going really well. So, Thanks to Arkansas for all the times you helped me uh, with the podcast and all that stuff. My buddy Skeeter, he tries to keep me down on the low sometimes. Uh, he also sends me some interesting things. We talk about a lot of other people's podcasts, too, so it's cool. And I appreciate him very much. Uh, and probably my number one fan. I mean, you know, this guy, he waits on these episodes, and he's a great, great young man. I love him to death. Quentin! The Q man from Seville, my boy. You're my boy, Q. My boy. Ways to reach me. The Zero Hour 2021 at gmail.com. The Zero Hour vlogs, blogs, and podcast on Facebook. That's the only two I'm really using right now. So that's the only two I will mention. This does have a QA on it, I believe. So if you want to ask questions, Give me shit, whatever you want to do. I'm okay with it. I mean, I, I said some controversial things, but you, know, you can't keep them pent up forever. And I said a lot of truths, and at least the city billy, city billy opinion. That's what I am, an opinion host. So, again, I appreciate you for the year. We'll see you next season, possibly, most likely. It'll be season five, be 2024. But until then, oh! Always trust and believe in your own convictions. And please, please, for the love of God, stay safe out there. We'll see you next year on another episode, or not, of the Zero Hour. Rest in peace, Chuckles. Peace out.